The College Football Experience Minnesota Golden Gophers 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet. Get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's W Y N N B E T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. Once again, that is ipvanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out our new Discord server. It is the most perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire, and I mean the entire SGPN crew. So just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Yes, yes, Woo-wee. welcome, welcome to the college football experience, Minnesota Golden Gophers, 2022 season preview episode. My name is Colby Swingin' Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> oh! Woo! Pick Dundee rowing the boat. Oh, rowing the yeah. boat right through all 131 college football previews. Yes, we are the college football experience. Subscribe on YouTube. Hopefully, you're watching this. If not, subscribe to wherever podcasts are found. But yes, we break down all. Every single FBS team in the land. We've been doing this for years. This year, we have 131 teams with the addition of James Madison solo podcast Woo. for each and every team in the land. Subscribe. Also remember, we also host the college basketball experiences. We talk college hoops year round. Always fun to talk. Go for hoops back to the days of Bobby Jackson, man. I love that team with Bobby Jackson. Hey, that was a good team. It was a fun team. What a final was that? Final four or elite eight? They were a good final four. Oh, I think it was elite was eight. I think. Um, I don't think it was final four. Sam Jacobson was on that team. Man, I loved Look it. Look at you dropping knowledge. Let me see if uh, NBA draft picks. I want to see if we could dig up some great gophers here. Bobby Jackson. Uh, look, and if you're wondering who that is, I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back. The burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, up. Here we go. I got a few for you. Oh, Chris Humphreys. Chris Humphreys. One of many Kardashian uh, playboys. Yeah. Uh, we got Joe Prisbilla. Oh, yeah. Joe Prisbilla. That was my guy. That was my guy. Um, who else? Kevin Lynch. 
Kevin Lynch for the Charlotte Hornets back in the l- early nineties. I would say there you go. Yeah, you're right. Boom. That's right. A lot, lot of fun with that Gophers program. And look, it's a lot of fun talking Gophers college football, PJ Fleck doing a fantastic job. First off, shout out to the Minnesota golden Gophers, Patty C there comes a point, you know, as our world gets crazier and crazier and they try to change football more and more and more. Uh, the Minnesota Gophers used to play in a dome and they said, you know what? Fuck that. Yeah. And they had, they got a beautiful, beautiful outdoor stadium at TCF bank stadium. One of the greatest like accomplishments by any program in in our estimation in, in sports uh, in recent history, them and the Seahawks Seahawks going from that stupid kingdom to that outdoor stadium. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I challenge, you know, the Minnesota Vikings. I know they just got a new stadium, but that stadium sucks. I'm sorry. If you're yeah. a Viking fan, I just don't agree. When that you're, when you grow a pair, when you're not worried about uh, co-hosting a Beyonce rock concert and, and football <laughs> takes priority. Yeah. Then uh, talk to us. That's what Minnesota has done. That's what the golden yeah. goes. And that's what the big 10 should do with the big 10 championship. You guess what? Play to your advantage, play to your advantage. What is big 10 football? It is smash mouth, fun, cold weather football. Get that game out of that roller rink in Indianapolis. Play it at soldier field, that's Lambeau right. field, this stadium. I don't care. It's Switch so it around natural. arrowhead. I don't care. The Brown stadium. I don't care. Switch Heinz. Nah. You can go all have, around, have some fun with it. Play some outdoor Syracuse. Football. Take note. Yeah. Syracuse. There's nothing should take note. more big 10 than outdoor cold weather football. You know, that's what you guys are supposed to be doing. It's a disgrace. Really? I it's a to disgrace like, to yeah. your brand yeah. Yeah. to play your conference championship indoors. Well, and it's your advantage. Like when, when New Mexico, I mean, yeah, I don't know why the college football scheduling, they, they got to shake that up some too. And hopefully with this new big 10 sec thing, but to play some of these other teams in Minnesota, I mean, take, take Maryland. For example, we grew up in the area. Yeah. It gets cold, but it doesn't get Minnesota cold. Yeah. So having to come there, use that as your advantage, take notes. Come on, Syracuse. Um, What's the name of the stadium again? Uh, TCF Bank Stadium. It's fantastic. Look, I used to not like them that much because they played in the dome. They got a dome, or they got rid of the dome. Now I love them. They're one of my favorite teams to watch each and every Saturday. Opened in two thousand nine. Yes, I can't saying. say it's had a, a huge impact. Well, I can say it has. What do you mean? If you look yeah, at the nineties, winning at the nineties, they were cut awful. So I'm saying, what? Wow, one winning season in the entire nineties. Um, or I guess two, 1990 and 1999. So, yeah, it was time you guys figured it out. 2009, you guys opened, reopened the stadium, and since 2009, they're a bowl team almost every year. Mostly I mean, winning seasons, mostly winning seasons, including 11 wins back in 2019. And perhaps this could be a repeat of that, Patty. See, PJ Fleck, 35 and 23 in five years, rowing, row. Roar! I roar, think he's roar. found his home. What better place to row the boat in the la- than the land of ten thousand lakes? That is true, Minnesota. And they are rowing that boat. You never stop rowing a boat when there's ten thousand lakes. Thirty-five and twenty-three in five years, and I even think like throughout the COVID year, that was they just had to play games. Three they had like thirty guys out. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were just playing to play. I mean, it was unfair. It was unfair for. for I don't. I just throw that that record out. When you consider last year. 
mm-hmm. right? There, uh, let's see. Now I got to pull this up. Really wasn't that bad in terms of uh, overall record, nine and four, but a loss to Ohio State in a game in which they had the lead before their star running back Abraham goes down. Yeah, right. A terrible loss to Bowling Green. That was that was very well, even bad. that was crazy. I mean, look, I'm gonna pull up this. Uh, that game first off, Bowling Green was a thirty and a half point underdog. Yeah, that's wild. But if you pull up the Bowling Green won that game. Uh, with wait, let me do the math here. Bowling Green won that game with uh, 192 total yards. <laughs> yeah, it's almost unbelievable. Minnesota had 241, so they weren't setting it on fire. But Mike Sanford Jr. gone. I'm not a big Mike Sanford Jr. fan. Well, unfortunately, he went to Colorado. But I mean, <laughs> that's apparent because apparently they leaned on the run after Ibrahim went down. Well, and and I don't know if you know this, but. Not only Ibrahim went down, then Trey Potts went out for the year. They went three, three, four deep on that running back depth chart. Hi, Mr. Sanford. <laughs> when your best running backs go down and you have a decent cornerback, don't start running the ball more. Yes. <laughs> Throw more. Right. Um, well, that's the thing. You look back. So they go out and they hire Kirk. Uh, how do I pronounce this? Sierraka. I'm guessing. Sierraka. Great name. Uh. Who they, had been there? Yeah, in 2019. And he, did a fa- he was. That's what I'm saying. And I they like went this. 11 and two. I like this hire. I looked it up in 2020 when he went to Penn State. 36 offense in the nation, despite their kind of struggles there. Still not terrible. And, and I think they had offensive line problems. That's not his fault to come right into yeah. that. Last year at West Virginia, he was only a uh, analyst, so you can't really judge that. But he's a good coordinator. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he's taken over an offense that was 83rd in scoring offense, 27th in rush offense, 118th in pass offense, 99th in total offense. But, but Patty C, I do think I see sunshine at the end of this this dark tunnel here. So 99th in total offense last last year. The last time he was there in 2019. 22nd in total I expect offense. them to be somewhere in the top 50 this year. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. All righty. Super senior quarterback Tanner Morgan is back. Yeah. NFL prospect probably. Probably going to get drafted, I would assume. Um running back Mohamed Ibrahim as well as Trey Potts both back at the running now, back Abraham spot. Ibrahim was injured in the Ohio State game and missed the entire season. Yeah. He's a massive He's difference a maker. He's a beast, yeah. dude. Yeah. Him and Potts are gonna be nasty. Both wideouts, Auto, Chris Autumn Bell and Daniel Jackson, are back. Patty, C. I believe both were four stars, if I'm not mistaken. T- uh, they are breaking in a new tight end, projected to be Brevin Span Ford. Uh, here's the thing: you circle, or though. just Jackson was a four star, actually. Well, I, it's funny you say that because Autumn Bell is the one that stands out to me. I think it's Autman Bell. Yeah, whatever. Autumn. Yeah, it is Autman Bell. Yeah, close enough. It's Autumn. All right. It's Autumn. Um, look, we're getting ready for Autumn over that's here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, look, this is the thing that's that should make you a little nervous, though. Just one of five starters back on the offensive line. That's center John Michael Schmitz. <sighs> Definitely a concern. But I think I think he might have patched it up. He might have patched it up a little bit. The O line was a little bit of a problem. Got into that portal. John Michael Smith's first team All Conference uh, preseason Remington Award. Uh, I guess watch list yeah. here. That's a good guy to have in the anchor of the line there in the center. Uh, yes, uh, love hopefully it. he patched it up. We'll talk about that in the transfer portal, I guess. Yeah, and and so Joe Rossi is the defensive coordinator. Patty C. 
what do you make of Joe Rossi? Because this guy, this guy, uh, was pretty damn impressive a year ago. This whole unit was. I mean, this is a. I I was even taken back, but I knew they were good. I didn't know they were this good. Sixth best scoring defense in the nation. That's eighth best run defense in the nation, eighth best pass defense in the nation charting at number three overall in defense. Patty, see they played Ohio state and the whole country. Yes. Yowzers. I mean, that is impressive. They have six starters back now. Once again, line of scrimmage, kind of something you got to pay attention to offensively. Just one back Oh, on the defensive line. Just one back as well in defensive tackle trail Carter. Trill, um, Trillville Carter. Trill, is he a Bun B fan? Yeah, I guess yeah. So. Uh, two or three linebackers back in the led by uh, Braylon Oliver, who's a stud. Uh, three of four back in the secondary, including the return of freshman All American a season ago. Cornerback Justin Whaley. Boom. Patty, see the kicker and punter are back. Some experience at the safety position. It's the trenches. That worry us. The skill positions are not of concern. In fact, those are major pluses. But big question marks in the trenches on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I mean, can they fix that? We're gonna talk transfer portal. We're gonna talk recruiting rankings. We're gonna talk more go for football. Maybe what Las Vegas expects uh, and what we expect here on the College Football Experience. Remember, subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, but first, I gotta get us paid. I want to tell people that the college football experience, Minnesota Golden Gopher style, is brought to you by WinBet. Bet fifty dollars at WinBet, get two hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/winbet. W Y N N B E T. That is. To claim your free bets today, we're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. Once again, that is IPVanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out our new Discord server. It is the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. All right, we are back talking. What's that? Row that boat. Re- regarding uh uh Rossi, the previous two years that he had been there, 37 and 69. And obviously you, you mentioned what up to number three yeah. this past year. So he's always in the top half of the uh nation. And uh well while they don't have everyone coming back, he's trending in the right direction. And when you get an offense, cause they, like we said, they went from 99th last year, hopefully back close to where they were before yeah. you get an offense and a defense like they had in 2019. Are we going to see a resurgence on, on the fly? I, I do like this because Morgan, you know, getting a second year or third year in that in an offense he's familiar with. Yeah. I think that's always huge. Yeah. It's going to be huge. a fast transition to a new coordinator. Um, but in the transfer portal, which is so key in, in college football, 2022, you know, uh, we grade this now. We used to just barely talk about it, but we got to talk about it now. Well, they went out and they got aggressive attacking. What are, what were their needs? Offensive line, defensive line. Well, Patty, see, they went out and got defensive tackle Kyler ball from Yukon. They won a national championship there in, in new Haven, 2020. See if you understand that joke. Um, 
Uh, they also got defensive lineman Darnell Jeffries from Clemson. That guy's a stud. Clemson's just got the best defensive line in the country. Not Darnell Jefferson from the yeah. program. Darnell Jeffries. <laughs> Shout out to the program. Rest in peace, James Kahn. Um, no, but that that was a huge get. And then uh, defensive lineman Lorenza Sugars, Sur- uh, Sugars might be it might be Sugars. I'm not sure how he pronounces that. But from Vanderbilt. That is uh, three guys on the defensive line. I know the one that's just going to Jeffries is going to be an impact player right go. away uh, on the offensive line. They did a fantastic job in the portal. They added uh, offensive lineman Chuck Falaga from uh, Michigan. That guy's going to be a stud. He Michigan's yeah. offensive line, arguably the best in the country. So they basically it, coming into 2022 college football season, Michigan's known to have the best offensive line. If people, uh, the experts are saying uh, even us, um, Clemson is known to have the best defensive line. So plucking one of their guys is Always a, nice. is a great thing to Supposedly do. Supposedly he's already turned into a locker room leader too. So. Well, when you mix that with the, the Remington steel trophy, <laughs> there uh, you go. Uh, Remington microblade yeah, yeah. lift and cut system. Yes. Uh, no, but also they went out and in my opinion, one of the better offensive line institutions of late has been the Notre Dame fighting Irish. Oh yeah. They've just been pumping out pros uh, over the past decade. Uh, so they get offensive tackle Quinn Carroll from Notre Dame, Patty C. Those are big gets. Aside from that, they added a kicker in Jacob Lewis from ball state for some depth uh, in the kicking game. They, they did miss some field goals last year mm. and they, they got two corners. They went out and got Shannon Bishop from Western Kentucky and corner cornerback Ryan Stapp from Abilene Christian. It's true. 17 of 25 in field goals. Maybe improving on that could lead to a couple more close wins instead of losses. Now I got a key in on what they lost. They did lose uh, offensive lineman Austin uh, uh, Buyer to uh, the portal. Wide receiver Jonathan Mann to the portal. Cornerback Solomon Brown to the Buffalo Bulls. Wide receiver Brock Annexted to the portal. Uh, Douglas uh, Emilian to Kansas, the Jayhawks. Uh, running back Marquise Irving is a four star to the Oregon Ducks. That was a huge, huge loss, I think. But I mean, they they have depth. He wasn't getting burned, so he had to he had to go elsewhere. Um, they lost wide receiver Peter. I don't know how to pronounce a doy book to uh, Northern Iowa. <laughs> they lost uh, linebacker Jaquandis Burns to SMU. Linebacker Ty Barron to the portal. Uh, wide receiver. Namdi Adimin Mudemare to Central Arkansas. I'm impressed. <laughs> Running back Kai Thomas to the Kansas Jayhawks. Kicker Michael Lance to Georgia Southern. And uh, wide receiver Brady Boyd to Texas Tech. Offensive tackle Saya Makapakatolo. Ma- Ma- <laughs> To uh, to the portal before our very <laughs> eyes, Colby is becoming a, a, a lingui- linguistic expert. Yes, yes. Tight end Austin Henderson to to the Liberty Flames. Um, uh, quarterback Zach Annexted to uh, the Louisville Cardinals and uh, wide receiver Dylan McGill to Pittsburgh State. You know, we I gotta look and see how many players like each team at the FBS level has on. Scholarship at this point because it finally showed up on one of our more recent previews where it's like, oh, we found out they're missing like 25 scholarship yeah. players in the spring, you know, because everyone's in the portal and they they didn't replace them. And here's another team that brought in what eight players, and it seems like they lost yeah, 20. I'm not even done. Linebacker James Gordon went to went to uh, USF. Quarterback Jacob Clark 
to Missouri State with Bobby Roadrash face Petrino. Um, defense lineman Rashad Chaney to South Florida. Defense lineman MJ Anderson to Iowa State. Running back Cameron Wiley to the Akron Zips and uh, offensive lineman Curtis Dunlap to Rutgers. Dude, I would want to quit as a coach too if this happened. Like half the players I've been training for the last year, are like I'm out. I uh, still think they won the portal. Let me see. Uh, let me see how they finished in the rankings there in the portal. Actually, you're right. Nationally, 42nd overall, which I guess is kind of similar to where they recruit at. So. Uh, six within the conference, which is better than the, what they recruit at. So uh, I just think I get it. Like they lost a shit ton of players, and some of those guys, depth wise, you know, I know the running backs. A couple of those guys were were pretty decent running backs, but I still believe bringing in that help at offensive line, Falaga, Carroll, I think will be starters. I think uh, Darnell Jeffries will be a starter. Wouldn't be surprised if Sugars was a starter. I like that they got a Yukon, a Michigan, a Notre Dame, a Vandy guy. Fleck, you know, pursuing academic institutions. He's building culture there. <laughs> I mean, Clemson, sure. Clemson's part of that too. But I think that that's on brand with uh with what Fleck's doing, you know. Maybe it's me buying into that suit and tie and that uh row in that boat. But row I do it, think there's something there to that. Well, I can tell you this, buddy. Uh Let's t- talk to me about recruiting in general. Oh, let me pull that down. Um, last five years, 38, 49, 39, 39, and 53. When did Fleck get there again? Five years ago. He's in year five. Okay, so yeah. kind of the last. I mean, they're very consistent. Um, within the conference, that's been good for seven, 10, nine, eight. But wow, dead last in recruiting within the conference this past cycle at 53, which is crazy. Uh, Four-year composite has hovered between 48 and 44 for the last four cycles, and t- 10 to 11 in the conference. So they're not that talented. They're well, not. I mean, he wins games. He wins he, games. You know who he reminds me a lot of Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell. Yeah, it's like I mean they're next door neighbors, so it, it helps. But like they both were in the MAC. Yeah, that Toledo too. And, and Western Michigan. And they so. just they get good guys at quarterback and at running back, and their offenses are effective. I agree. I agree. So they if you're get playmakers. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, you see the sweet ass graphic here. Shout out to the SGPN graphics team. Those lovable son of a guns doing doing the Lord's work over here. Uh Vegas is expecting seven and a half Re- wins. Real quick, What's two that? two recruiting nuggets. Two four stars projected as starters. Twenty twenty uh wide receiver Daniel Jackson, four star wide receiver. And uh, defense alignment from 2021, Devin Easterling. So guys that may have a little more draft potential. Yeah. Look out. No, Look out. certainly, certainly. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, or I, Eastern, not Easterling Easter Eastern. Sorry. But uh, I kind of expect them to be pretty good this year. I don't care about the recruiting rankings here. I think they're going to be contenders to win the big 10 West seven and a half is the number though in Las Vegas. The under is at minus one twenty. The over is at plus one hundred. Meaning that Vegas kind of leaning to a seven and five season. Patty C, I disagree. I Blindly, mean, without looking at the schedule, I disagree because I think getting Morgan back in the offense that he knows and that getting healthy at running back and those pick those key portal pickups, I yeah. think this team might be a little I bit mean, better. Losing as much as they have in the trenches is a concern, but their last two non-COVID seasons were. 
what? 10 and two and eight and four. I mean, how about the fact they don't get Ohio state or Michigan? Uh, that's true. That they did have happen to deal with last year. They had to play Ohio state last year. Instead they get Michigan state, uh, Penn state and Rutgers, which, you know, it's still tough. Two of three of those on the road. Whereas last year they had Ohio state out of the East Maryland and is Indiana's East, right? Yeah. So you might even say it's a little tougher though, because they're probably going to so. be favored in one out of three this year. Whereas they were probably favored in two out of three last year. Well, one was a clear cut loss last year. I do think they can beat Penn state. Yeah. I think that they, they, they could, we'll see it is in a, in a tricky spot. Let's get to it because week one Thursday, September 1st. I can't wait. God's eye will be rocking Patty C and you can't wait for this game. I really can't. You know why? Right? Oh, you're yeah. right. <laughs> and how about this? You're, 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 you're throwing shade at the, the greatest mascot in college sports, New Mexico state. I'm not there. throwing shade at their mascot. I'm throwing it in the shade of the uh, competitiveness. What of if this I game? told you they played twice in the past decade and it's one to one. Yes, the Aggies back in 2011. Hey. 128-21 in Minneapolis. Boats weren't being rowed back then. That's true. They did row a boat into the into Minneapolis in 2018 and Fleck 148-10. So, who knows, but I Jerry Kill is the head coach of the Aggies. You may recall. He had some statements regarding uh Minnesota not Fleck. keeping Tracy Clay as the guy his guy and then had some some shots at PJ Fleck. Sign me up for a coach feud anytime. What did he say Fleck was he said Fleck was a me guy, right? Yeah, he said he was like a car salesman or something. I don't know. Which but I get. You know, look, I, I actually I think Fleck is like a young hotshot kind of like uh, obsessive compulsive type, which comes across as like a me, 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 you know, I think that's what you need to coach in college football these days. First off, name me a college football coach. That isn't a narcissist. Yeah. A, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then B, you know, I think the fact that he is cut out for that job in, in particular, you know, I think his, the, the parts of his personality that might rub, uh, him the wrong way on a fan base. That's overly scrutinizing him. He can get away with that in Minnesota and, and be himself and, you know, really, really succeed because of those characteristics that are good. Well, I can tell you this flex going to row the boat through Jerry kill as much as I like Jerry kill. And I'm hoping this Aggie program and Las Cruces is, is going to get up because I do <laughs> like them being good. Uh, they're going to be one and out. That's another thing. You had a conference schedule last year. They had a two max schools uh, and a road trip to Boulder this year. Uh, all three games in Huntington bank stadium in Minneapolis. And they got an FCS opponent as instead of one of those max schools. Cause last year, one of those max schools did beat you. Patty. See, I got him one to know you. I got him one to know. Well, week two, the Western Illinois Leathernecks, man. You go from that sweet ass New Mexico State mascot with the guns blazing to the Leathernecks. They're gonna be two and zero, but these names uh, Le- Leathernecks are great, great name. One of the great best name. names yeah. in football history. They need to jump up just just on that name. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw them all my yeah. money. <laughs> uh, so two and zero. Yep. Then Mike Samford, who was the OC last year, he caught a job in Boulder. Oh boy! Does he have a little inside intel on how to shut down Tanner Morgan? I highly doubt it. How to shut down that defense? 
I don't think so. I don't think so we either. said 99th yeah. offense and number yeah. three defense. So I'm going to take Minnesota to be three and oh, wonder what practices look like at Minnesota last year. The ball just never moved. Pick six, every <laughs> other play. Uh, Patty C I got him three and oh, you three and up. So all you need is five more wins, right? We just did the Michigan state preview. Go listen to it. Uh, I was caught up on this game being a 50, 50 game Yeah. for the sake of that. I said I I took Michigan State, but yep. I said like this is a 50-50 game to me. And the fact that Michigan State's traveling back from Seattle that week, I think it's a great spot for PJ Fleck to pull the upset. Easily, easily possible. Yeah. Um, especially they had the 130th worst pass defense last year and Tanner Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> if they don't have that fixed, but I, I did the Michigan State show. And and I, I said Michigan State toss up game 50-50, but I went Michigan State, so give me three and one through the month of September. And you know what we do here? We we take fifty fifty games and we kind of compile them over the course of several weeks or the entire season, and we say, okay, we're not going. Okay, this team has a fifty one percent chance of winning three games, so therefore they're going to win all three. We yeah. say no, they'll probably yeah. go two and one or one and two even in that stretch. So I got them three and one in September. You um, three and one. I think there's a great chance they're four now. Decent chance, solid chance. Uh, they come home to take on the Boilermakers. Boil it up, Patty. See, I dangerous. Think, I think Minnesota beats them this year. I agree. So what was that? What was that score last year? They beat them twenty to thirteen in West Lafayette, Indiana last mm. year. So good things coming back to Minneapolis here. Four and one. Can you imagine a scenario right now where they're five and zero? Oh, they get a bye. And then they play at Illinois, which I do think they're better than Illinois. Yeah. I think that defense should shut down Illinois. Yeah, they're a step. So ahead imagine a scenario here where they're six and zero heading to Happy Valley. Ooh. I do think they will lose that if that if they are six and zero. And regardless, I'm going to take Penn State here. Let me tell you what, though, Penn State coming off an emotional road trip to Michigan. Ooh, potential letdown nice spot, spot for the Nittany Lions. Nice spot. I got them. So, so after Saturday, October 22nd, Patty C. Yeah. I got them at uh, what? Five and two. And that's, I think there's a great chance they're six and one. That's where I got them. Five and two. Then they're home to Rutgers. That's six and two. Yeah. All we need is, is, is two wins. Now they travel to Lincoln, Nebraska but to take on the corn. That's where it gets tough. Yeah. The corn Huskers. They're three, three and nine last year. Mark Whipple. I know Pat Narduzzi had some comments at ACC Media Day regarding Mark Whipple. This gets really tough here. Uh, what did Narduzzi? Oh yeah, he's like, you know what's stupid about Narduzzi though? Apparently a lot because he keeps putting <laughs> his foot in his mouth. Clock here. management in Happy Valley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, there's a lot of among other go. things. Yeah. Uh, but shitting on your co- your offensive coordinator that less just won the ACC. Yeah, just gave you your best record and a, and a, ever. And the first quarterback drafted and uh, almost yeah. a Heisman. Uh, yeah, maybe chill on that. Did comment. he win the Heisman? Uh, no, no, Bryce he Young. Bryce Young, but he yeah, won. He the was nominated. Johnny United's yeah. Golden Arm Award for I guess senior quarterback. Um, Patty C. I'm gonna say this, man. They could beat Nebraska, but they could also lose to Nebraska. Yeah, I'm gonna put that on a 50 50. No, game. I gave them, I gave Michigan State and Penn State wins against them. I think they beat Nebraska. All right. All right. So, what does that put me at then? What? One, two, seven, three, and four, two. five, six, seven. Yeah. So, therefore, I need one more win. They host Northwestern in Iowa. That's a win. I think 
uh, win against Northwestern. Yeah. What about the Iowa game? Because Iowa's owned them lately. It's really hard to say if I think they're going to get one out of the last four or two out of the last four, which is the difference between the over and the under. For for, well, no, for me, the Northwestern game cashes the over because you got them beating Nebraska. Yes. But, well, I said I think between Nebraska, Penn State, and Michigan State, they'll get one. I don't think this team's going winless on the road here. You might be right. You might be right. Uh, so you got them. You got them seven and no eight. Two eight now. Oh, you got them eight and wait, but but prior to the Northwestern game, you got them seven and two going in their last three yeah, games. Yeah, and I'm saying maybe with the loss in Nebraska, but I think they're better than Nebraska. The road spot is the a little bit of a tough too. spot. Yeah, but the O line, I don't know that that that. Like Nebraska I said, it might game, not be the Nebraska game. It might be the Michigan State game. It might be the Penn State game. I think you're right. Between at Michigan State, at Penn State, at Nebraska, and then. Hosting Northwestern, hosting Iowa, and hosting or going to Wisconsin. I bet they can get two of those six. That's the over. I'm on the over. They end the season eight at Wisconsin. Four. I think they four. lose. Yeah, I think eight and four. Just that, like that's last why year. I'm not rushing. I wouldn't rush to bet this one if I were you. Even though I do like what they have, I I do think it is a over, but I don't think it's an over by that much. So. Yeah, I mean, where um, are the real? I feel like the numbers are accurate. I mean, th- to be honest with you, though, what is the game you're going to be the flat out underdog in? Wisconsin and probably, Penn State, right? Yeah, probably at Wisconsin and at at Penn State. Okay, yeah, at Michigan nice State after then. last year seems like uh, they would be a, a not if Michigan dog. State gets housed by Washington the game the week before though. If that happened, that would be a big if. But I mean, not that big of an if. But they could have their hands full. Um, either way, that would still only be three. I guess hosting Iowa is I think a massive go game. Four. They're going to go eight and four this year. Eight and four sounds about right, but with Fleck, you know, and b- bringing back Sierra and Rossi still being there to lead that defense, maybe uh, can we uh, uh, give me a best case scenario for this team? Best case scenario, I think you can paint a ten or eleven win season with the bowl I, game. I agree. I think they could do. I mean, look, I think it's very possible. That they are six and zero heading into Happy Valley, yeah. And imagine if Penn State did knock off Michigan, then you would have a huge letdown spot the very next week hosting the Gophers. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Either way, they can take a, a painful loss to Michigan, or they can beat Michigan in a huge game. The the letdown spot is there. Let me tell you this. I, but I do think they could also lose at Nebraska. Nebraska's sure. kind of a, an enigma this year. Yeah, Nebraska yeah. Is, uh, can win everything or lose everything, just like they always do, um, by one touchdown or less. Uh, Tanner Morgan, the last time Kirksey Araka was there, uh, 3,200 passing yards, 10.2 yards, or 11.1 adjusted yards per attempt, 30 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Mm, mm. This past year, only 20, uh, 2,000 passing yards. Uh, 7.4 adjusted yards per t- attempt, 10 touchdowns, nine interceptions, mm. massive drop mm. off. I want to pull up one more stat. I haven't looked at it yet, but let I, me ask you this. Where do you put him? Like if you, uh, you're listing the quarterbacks in the big Ten, CJ Stroud, I imagine would be number one. Sure. After that, I mean, where would you put Tanner Morgan? I mean, I know you got eight O'Connell at Purdue. To, uh, Tanner Morgan's or uh, CJ Stroud's level. I mean, it's not a, a slight on T, uh, CJ Stroud. I just think that offense is going to go when you have those many weapons around you. Like it's kind of plug and play at Ohio state at quarterback over the past decade, as far as elite production. I mean, look, 
freaking uh what's his name was a third stringer with a weak experience and he won in the national championship. Yeah. Cardell uh, Jones. Cardell Jones. Uh Tolia Tagliavoa, you know. Those are all good quarterbacks. There's actually some decent quarterback play, but I you call Tanner Morgan a lawn chair. I say he's uh Actually got some mobility to him. He's not a true launch. He's a little bit of a launcher. A little bit of a launcher. A little bit of launcher. I think I think you're throwing some unnecessary. Not, well, he's good. What are you talking about? Oh, wait, uh, you're wanna... thinking of of me saying Brock Purdy. Oh, um, you're right. You're uh, right yeah. I, I don't even know that I ever called Tanner Morgan a launcher. He's got yeah. a little bit of it though. But maybe you're right. Maybe I was thinking of Purdy. <laughs> Let me see. Ibrahim. Uh, what? Why is his? Uh, okay, Muhammad. Well, he Ibrahim. was injured last year. I know. I want to. Yeah. Uh, I just want to pull up his stats. Uh, in 2020 or 2018, he had a thousand or 1100, almost 1200 rushing yards. Uh, in, um, oh, he's a beast. 2020, he's he a had a thousand rushing yards. He was slicing and dicing Ohio State. He's got year. over 3,000 yeah. rushing yards in his career. That's a huge guy to get back. I agree. They're so similar to Ohio State. Ibrahim even reminds me of like Brees Hall, you the, know, the Iowa State. Not Ohio the State. Iowa State. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, folks. Subscribe to the college football experience. I'm on the over. He's on the over. Any place you listen to podcast at, come on. Remember to subscribe on YouTube as well. Throw this thing up on the TV. All right. Get the fire going. All right. Call it a romantic night with the wife. All right. <laughs> come on. Uh, and also remember, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Ben Johnson doing a hell of a good job. And I look, I get it. Year one didn't make the tournament, but I saw signs of life. I like the Ben Johnson hire. We're going to be talking a lot more. We talk college hoops year round. We handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. So st- I mean, just stay tuned, stay tuned. Even I've, if you're a St. Thomas fan that we got that, we got you covered there too. Mo, I feel like there's a sound drop from uh Tommy Lee Jones that we need to be. Oh, oh man. How did I miss that one? How <laughs> did I miss that one? Patty C I mean, but- when it comes to the 2020 season or 2022 season, we gotta go for. Hello. We gotta go for. Shout out to Tommy Lee Jones in the Fugitive. Uh, well, folks. Also, check out all of our other platforms. All right, the Sports Gambling Podcast. They're already doing NFL. They're going team by team in the NFL. All right, check it out. We just had Pat McAfee on the show, Mike Leach on the show. Uh, I mean, I can go on and on and on. All right, but the, the NFL futures. All right, they're going. They're breaking down each and every NFL team there are. So Vikings fans, check that out. NFC North fans, they just did the Lions, they did the Bears, check it out. Check out all of our podcasts also. I mean, we just have a fantastic our the whole family is is pretty fantastic, I must say. Uh the, from the USFL gambling podcast which we host to the CFL gambling podcast oh. which Rod Via Gomez. How about the uh, NBA gambling podcast? Some Timberwolves fans out there, check it out. Uh, what else, Patty? See what else, Minnesota-wise? What are they? What are they I mean, we need to get the Frozen Four going. There, there we there. go. We didn't. We do need to get that going. The Golf Gambling Podcast. Check out that. Check out. You get the SGPN app. You have access to all of that good fun. So grab that and then uh, you know let it ride, people. All right. I'm on the over. He's on the over. This is the College Football Experience, Minnesota Golden Gopher style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.